to Free Your Children on WXRQ 1460 AM Christian Radio. I am your host, Tiffany Boyd, and my mission here at Free Your Children is to share the truth and love about education. There is a battle raging against the souls of our nation's children. I hope this ministry will equip you for battle. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. Ephesians 6, 10 through 11. I want to thank Safe Storage for sponsoring tonight's show. If you have storage needs and you are in the Middle Tennessee area, contact Safe Storage at safestoragetn.com and they will take care of you. If you would like to sponsor Free Your Children, you can contact me at freeyourchildren at gmail.com. If you would like to donate to Free Your Children and all of the projects here that, that we try to accomplish with our mission with Free Your Children and support biblical education, there's a donate button over on the website at freeyourchildren.com. You can also find me on Instagram, Facebook, email, the Borough Pulse, that's B-O-R-O, P-U-L-S-E dot com. There I am a monthly contributor and you can find all of my articles that I have penned to date about education. Also, if you haven't taken a look at the new website, freeyourchildren.com, pop over there and see what we have going on. I am very excited about the two guests that we have tonight with us. I found these ladies, or, or should I say we found one another with a mutual mission that we have in supporting parental rights and protecting homeschool freedom. So we had an opportunity to connect in a local Facebook group that we are in. And I would like to take the time to introduce our guest to you. Our first guest is Diane Connors. Diane has successfully home educated most of her 10 children for decades and is enjoying a new experience. As a second generation of homeschoolers in her family, Diane has three college degrees in the sciences, is an educational advocate in biofeedback, natural health, and homeopathy. Diane is the founder and current president of Connecticut Homeschool Network, CHN, which is the largest organization in Connecticut. Then we also have with us Attorney Deborah Stevenson. Attorney Stevenson is a constitutional appellate and education law attorney, founder of Deborah G. Stevenson's Law, LLC, founder of the National Home Education Legal Defense, LLC, and has been practicing law since 1999. She has served as legal counsel to many civic organizations and is a former member of Connecticut General Assembly's Juvenile Justice Policy and Oversight Committee as a parent advocate. Ms. Stevenson has served as a keynote presenter and speaker at various events and legislative meetings on individual rights. She has appeared on local, state, and national TV and radio interviews and published many articles, including Schooling the UN and Glenn Beck's Fusion Magazine, Germany the UN, and a constitutional amendment, Do You Know What Law Enables You to Homeschool, and Family Times Magazine, and many others. Welcome, ladies. It's a pleasure to have you with us tonight. Thank you for having us, Tiffany. Thank you. It's very exciting, all of the work that you two ladies are doing to preserve freedoms, homeschool freedoms, and to protect parental rights. And Diane, I'd like to start with you. You are a homeschool mom to 10. Is that correct? Um, I was. (laughs) (laughs) I just graduated 
my youngest um, not long ago, and she just started her college program. And I'm currently babysitting for my 16-month-old granddaughter who will be homeschooled. And I will soon be babysitting um, also full-time for my now two-month-old granddaughter who will also definitely be homeschooled. Oh, wow. That's amazing. What made you decide to homeschool your children? Well, many years ago for Christmas, my mother bought me a book called The Cloning of the American Mind by Beverly Ekman. I read the book. Uh, I was very concerned about what I was reading. And she was basically, back then, pointing out the things that we are seeing today. Mm -hmm. And on one of the pages, I can still see it in my mind, in the lower left side of the page, she was speaking with another Federal Department of Education employee, and the woman said that there would be a point down the road where all children would be under one umbrella. She said, um, we will have IDs for all children. And Beverly said to her, what do you mean all? What about homeschooling? And the woman laughed. She said, all means all. I never forgot that. And wow. in a similar time frame, one of my kids who was in public school came home and was talking about federal changes in education. The teachers were talking about it. And that was it. That was the corner that I turned and I withdrew my kids and never looked back. Wow. You you began your homeschool journey in what year? I don't remember. <laughs> it's been a few decades. But it but it was probably back when homeschooling wasn't all that popular, maybe in the in the beginning stages of when homeschooling was becoming more well known approximately 1990. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you, you were one, you were one of the, the earlier homeschool families. I would say you have several years under your belt there. Have you seen homeschooling change a lot throughout the years? I would say yes. Mm -hmm. Has, has the homeschool community grown a, a good deal there in Connecticut where you are? It has thanks to people like attorney Stevenson, myself Mm -hmm. and others who have fought for our freedom through the decades Connecticut has probably the best homeschool laws or lack thereof. We have no government oversight. And, you know, the proof is in the pudding. Our kids are doing very well. And there's nothing, as you know, Tiffany, like a custom designed one-on-one homeschool education for a child. No, there isn't. It, it is the best form of education, in my opinion, and many other people's opinions that you can provide your children with. Tell us, Diane, about the Connecticut Homeschool Network that you founded. Okay. Um, First of all, I never intended to found it. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing how that happens. (laughs) Well, you know, when when you're busy raising 10 kids, that is the furthest thing from your mind. Exactly. It it really was. It was truly a situation um, back in the days of AOL message boards. Mm Mm-hmm. A group of homeschoolers at the time who were, you know, not online. And I was online and people were saying, um, we we need to do this. You know, we need to have, we need to transcend the paper newsletter once a quarter. And we need to go online so that field trips are posted immediately, et cetera, et cetera. So I tried to not do it and I sort of had to do it <laughs> and the rest you know, the rest of that is history. I never saw all this coming. And then I met attorney Stevenson and we 
became more so legislative watchdogs because Mm -hmm. as it continued to grow, there were more threats to our freedom over, you know, the many years. Right. And as the community continued to grow and we traveled all over the state to inform and educate them about their rights, we have broken records in the Connecticut Legislative Office building fighting for our rights. And I will humbly say that we have won every battle we fought. Wow, that is absolutely amazing. And what a testimony. Now, CHN works with the National Home Education Legal Defense, which is Ms. Stevenson's organization, correct? Correct. Okay. Ms. Stevenson, could you explain what this organization is, why you founded it, and what you do? Sure. Um, National Home Education Legal Defense, otherwise known as NHELD, Mm -hmm. uh, was founded in 2003. Up until that point, I had been homeschooling my two girls and fighting for our parental rights before that within the state of Connecticut. But it came to pass that there was another organization out there that at that point around 2003 was trying to promote and lobby for legislation on the federal level uh, purportedly to help homeschoolers, but actually would not wind up helping homeschoolers because the federal government has absolutely nothing to do We did not give that federal government any authority over parents or children at all in the Constitution. And so I saw what was happening as this other organization going to try to lobby to get legislation as totally unconstitutional. And at that point, that's when I formed my organization to kind of counter that effect and continue educating the populace about where our rights come from. And they are not from the government, and nor do we need any assistance from the government, because with assistance from the government comes strings attached and conditions, and we want to remain free. And that has been our whole thrust, is to remain constitutionally free at all costs without compromise. Well, that's definitely a a mission statement there that I 100% agree with. (laughs) I appreciate all the work that you're doing to protect the parental rights and and freedoms of homeschool families and just parents in general. What threats to to the homeschool freedoms do parents, do you believe that parents need to be most aware of or concerned about today? I think that uh, parents have to be aware of a lot of threats coming down the pike, mm-hmm. um, but most importantly, all have the same kind of underlying thread, and that is when either the state, local, or federal government say to any parent, we'll be happy to help you if you just do this, Mm -hmm. whether that's taking money, whether that's taking a benefit, Mm -hmm. uh, say no to it. Because even though it might look very enticing and it might be very helpful, uh, in the end, what you're going to wind up with is control Mm -hmm. and uh, control by that governmental entity And you will no longer have your freedom to instruct your child as you see fit, because they will place conditions on what you can and cannot do in exchange for that benefit or that money. So don't be duped by the, I don't know, the little shiny object that's being dangled in front of you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Think through first, do your research first on what that entails, because you never know 
if you don't do that, that homework and look behind the shiny object to what the conditions are, you may be duped into absolutely losing control over your children, your children's education and their lives. And that may sound, you know, um, outrageous, but it is true, mm-hmm. even though it might come not just all of a sudden, right? It will, it will come a little at a time, like the frog boiling in the pot. Absolutely. And- That's a wonderful analogy. I guess you could say wonderful. It's not really wonderful because it's a it's a sad picture of what is happening, I think, across the nation. And and what we're, you know, one thing that we're talking about here when we're talking about carrots and Trojan horses and things that are being offered to parents is essentially school choice. We've discussed it on this radio show tons of times. We will continue to discuss it because as attorney Stevenson was saying, what the government funds, it runs. And anytime you are being offered any type of government monies, those monies are going to come with conditions and strings. And like you said, it doesn't always happen all at once. Oftentimes it comes in slowly in the form of a voucher or an ESA or maybe even a tax credit being offered to just one group. But eventually it reaches its tentacles in and it swallows up everyone. And then, of course, everyone is held to those conditions and those strings that come along with those government monies. What about Connecticut? Do you see a lot of choice bill, school choice bills being introduced in Connecticut? Yeah, they, they are trying to do that. Uh, we have, however... Um, gone to our legislators and told them in no uncertain terms, do not include homeschooling at all, period, end of story, Mm -hmm. and that we will not compromise. And even those friendly legislators who have backed us in the past may be falling into that same trap and promoting something like school choice or vouchers. But we have said to them, you know, freedom is too important. And even if you were friendly before, if you take on something that is going to threaten our freedom, we will fight you and we will fight you hard and we will not compromise. And that's just the position that we have taken and we will take. Right. And it's been a good position because so far you have been able to make sure that you have maintained your freedoms there in Connecticut. Now, Diane, speaking of the homeschool community there, does your homeschool group, does it educate your families on why school choice is a danger? Yes, we have had meetings about that. We've Mm -hmm. posted in our social media, and we're going to continue to do that, if not expand upon it, because Mm -hmm. people need to know. Um, Obviously, it becomes an issue of well, what does that have to do with homeschooling? Mm-hmm. You know, if they have school choice, who cares? It has nothing to do with us. And even if it doesn't in the moment, it's going to. Right. And if you don't mind, I can elaborate on that a bit. Yes, please do. Okay. So what's happening as I see it and what my research has shown is this is coming from the top down, the very top down by entities that are all working toward the same goal, which is control. Mm-hmm. Now we're seeing a huge increase in artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. So as AI is increasingly used for the data tracking and mining of school children, we also have these factors. UNESCO, mm-hmm. the United Nations, ALEC are among the entities that are using as a vehicle, the SEL, social emotional learning at the least, Right. To monitor 
student progress and outcomes. Mm -hmm. Some people would call that indoctrination, not education. And assigning testing outcome success measures and or social credit scores to control, monitor, or sustain the desired outcomes is really big brother on steroids. Mm -hmm. um, Absolutely. And so they are straying very far from teaching reading, writing, and arithmetic and encouraging students to use their mind to follow their passions and learn how to think, not mm -hmm. what to think. And right now it's about what to think, passing the test, being evaluated to see if you are complying with the goals wrapped up in social emotional learning. And that is an agenda. Absolutely. Is, yes. Is, and it's tied into STEM and the career pathways and the workforce, you know, career tech education right. and, and, you know, all of those things are tied together. So what you're saying is 100% correct. It's even uh, more insidious than that, because I just recently heard, and I don't know whether it was in New York or, or where I heard it, but they were going to put a quote, pause on teaching history and civics. Wow. So, you know, they're, they're gradually doing away with anything that would conflict mm -hmm. with the agenda. Mm -hmm. And the agenda clearly is to control what the children are thinking and hearing. Yes. And um, to eliminate our history about what our country is and how it's how it was founded and the individual freedom is at the heart of our founding of our country they do not want individual freedom at all costs they do not want that they want government to control what the children in particular right now but all of us can do see hear think and say and that is absolutely the opposite of what we have established in this country that's why i think that's what they have to do is eliminate history and civics. And in addition, I, I recently heard that law schools now are promoting integrative law. Wow. What is that? That is nothing to do with the Constitution mm -hmm. and our founding values. It is let's integrate all of the social justice and all of the agenda that you hear about, social, emotional, whatever, into our law. And so that that is just really, really sinister. And, you know, one more piece of the puzzle. This is this is this is a larger agenda than just your local school board. Oh, yes, this, absolutely. This, this is throughout every entity in our in our government right now yes. and in our society aimed at the same thing to to break down or transform what we have had in mm -hmm. the past, the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence. We don't want to hear about that. We don't want to hear about individual rights. Nope, none of that. We have to think about these other things. And it's a smokescreen for mm -hmm. what they really want to do in, in terms of controlling us. That's why I use the word duped a lot, because people easily, very easily are duped into thinking, well, this sounds great. Mm -hmm. But when you look behind what is what they're saying, that is sounds so great. Uh, it's it's really going to destroy the freedom that you have. Absolutely. And I, I truly believe that homeschooling is one of the last frontiers of freedom. And I think that is why they're going to push so hard to bring these 
these initiatives into the homeschooling realm because as it stands now as parents we have the god-given right to educate our children the way that we see fit and so we can teach our children history and civics and the truth about how the country was founded and they have to find a way to get to our children those that aren't participating in this governmental system so i really feel like the way that they're going to try to make that happen is by coming in the back door with their school choice initiatives and waving the money carrot at parents who think that it is going to help them when, as you just said, they're being duped to believe that the government is here to help. That That's correct. And I think one of the most important things that parents can do is actually become, especially the, the, the new parents who are escaping this public school system and even the private school system uh, because it's in there too when private schools accept the benefit, right? Mm -hmm. So when these people are escaping now, they they don't have the history that we do of 30 Mm -hmm. years of fighting for freedom. And this this dangling of the carrots looks really, really good Mm -hmm. when you are used to having, you know, your school system take care of a lot of this and you don't really understand what true homeschooling is like. And you're used to having rules and regulations. Mm-hmm. It's easier, kind of, to get into the minds of new homeschool parents, uh, and and that's sad because it doesn't have to be right. And they can be just as free. And and the most important part parents need to know is if they have chosen to leave the public and the private schools for whatever reason, if the government controls by the money those two entities now and has regulations and statutes and all sorts of things, conditions for the money or the benefit. Uh, And if the homeschooling parent accepts the benefit, well, the controls will be on them too. And there will be no other place to escape if that doesn't work for your child. So we're talking about your, your, your child's education and, and life Uh, If you remain in a system, a governmentally controlled system, whatever that looks like, and it doesn't work for you, where do you go to get freedom if the freedom of homeschooling is lost? Exactly. I often tell parents when they ask me, why isn't this a good thing? And I say to them that school choice seeks to destroy all the true forms of private education, because if the government is funding every avenue of education, then none of it is private. It's all government controlled. Correct. So mm-hmm. I'm so I'm so glad to see that in Connecticut with Diane's organization, homeschool organization that she founded, that they are using the opportunities that they have in their platform to educate the homeschool community about why this isn't a good thing. I see a lot of state organizations that don't offer the information, you know, to the homeschool community at large. And there are so many that don't understand. Yes. And that's a shame. And that's why we've, we've tried to disseminate as much as possible uh, the true word of freedom mm-hmm. and the importance of it um, uh, nationwide as much as we can. Um, and to connect with other groups like you, Tiffany, mm-hmm. and to offer whatever we can to the community and assistance with one another. Right. Because that's what it's going to take to, to keep our freedom. Yes, we're stronger together in numbers when we're all fighting together for the same cause. And I think that some of the the key players in the school choice movement that have knighted themselves, so to speak, as the face of homeschooling, 
They don't represent us. So we have to make sure that our voices are louder than their voices because we do not need people who don't have any skin in the game, so to speak, standing in as our representative. Can I say one thing um, that comes to mind I think is important? Mm -hmm. The term school choice. Uh, You know, whatever people who have an agenda, for whatever reason, they like to name things, you know, that suits their agenda. School choice. That's that's a misnomer. Why? Because we already have, as parents, the choice, the freedom to choose however we want to educate our child. Amen. Now you may not believe that, but you have to think back to the to the founding, right? The mm-hmm. Declaration of Independence established for the first time in the whole world where individuals get their rights from. They get their rights from the Creator, and they are unalienable unless we give them up. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, one of the most important foundational rights that we have is the right to bring up our children and educate them in freedom in this mm-hmm. country. So. Little by little, uh, with the advent in the 1880s of public school and uh, compulsory attendance laws, mm-hmm. and um, then morphing onto that with the all these benefits and government funding and the legislation that comes through, little by little, we, we, we have lost that idea. But it's really important to get that in your head again. We already have our rights. We, we, we already have our choices. You can't tell us you know, this is your choice. If you do, then we are, we are, and we agree to that. Mm-hmm. What we're agreeing to is that the government gives us our rights. Right. And that's, alone, yes. and that's totally backwards from what this country was founded on. So yes. we can't let them say those things and really believe that it's not school choice. We we're here. Government's coming in and giving you school choice. No, we already have that. You're trying to take away our already innate ability to choose how we educate our children by your legislation that you are now putting through. Don't be duped by that. Yes, I'm glad you brought that up because I I was having a debate, we'll call it a debate, not long ago with someone. And I said, we already have the choice to either homeschool or private school or send our children to public school. So you're not giving us a choice. Instead, what you're doing is taking our choices away from us. That's correct. And I think that parents have been conditioned to believe, again, that, you know, the government is here and they're here to help us. And that this false narrative that they're trying to sell to the public and and which they have been successful in trying to convince parents that this is this is a good thing. I mean, we you know, it's it's one of the platforms of the conservative parties. uh, It's it's one of their talking points. One of their largest talking points is selling this false school choice narrative. And I think so many parents have been, again, like you said, duped into believing that this is going to be what solves all of the educational issues that our nation has. But as you and I and Diane, as we all know, this hasn't solved anything anywhere it's been implemented. Right. No, it hasn't. And and the more people are duped by the marketing uh, and it doesn't matter what party you belong to or you believe in. It, it doesn't matter. What, what matters is freedom. Right. And who's taking it away at any particular point in time and who's trying to to basically dupe you into believing that that's something that's going to be helpful when if you think things through and realize there are conditions, you're entering into a contract in mm-hmm. essence, 
with the government right for for what you have as your so-called right from the government which is backwards mm-hmm. and at any moment the government can take that right away or make it harder to to have and if you have an argument with that and you happen to go to court the court will look at the statutes that's in there maybe and if they do look at them and they say oh well the government says you have x y and z rights well, they knew how to write a whole bunch of other rights in there, but they didn't. That must mean you don't have those other rights, mm-hmm. okay? And that then will become judicial law by fiat, okay? Mm-hmm. And so you don't you don't even want to go there. It's all right. backwards, and it will be solidified if you do go along with this, right? Well, what can parents do, ladies? What what advice do you have to parents right now that they you know that they can do to arm them with what they need to make sure that they continue to advocate and fight for their God-ordained rights, their parental rights, their homeschool rights? What can families do? I think they need to be doing their own research and not believing me, Diane, you, Tiffany, Mm -hmm. or anybody else about what they're saying. They need to do the homework on their own so that they are empowered by their own research. And yeah, and health has for years been telling people that's the most important thing is to empower yourself. You're not going to have a lawyer by your side all the time. You're not going to have any particular group by your side all the time. You're the parent of your child and you will have your child with you all the time. And you need to know what is being told you is the truth or not. Mm-hmm. Government officials in particular, uh, you know, always leave out the important parts that you need to know. Okay. Mm Because that's how they convince you. This is a good thing, whatever it is. So yes, it's tedious, it's boring, but it's absolutely necessary to your freedom that you do the work on your own and search out, you know, people that if you don't know how to do it, librarians, whoever, you know, that can help you do that. And health stands ready to help anyone you know, know where their laws are to look up. You look up the laws for yourself mm-hmm. and you go back in history and read your history about the founding and what it means and where your rights do come from and, and stand up. Absolutely. Like, Great advice. We have to be in order to be able to fight this. You have to educate yourself on what, what you're dealing with. Diane, what advice do you have for homeschool families in Connecticut where you are? Well, in addition to what Debbie said, I would come at it from the more day-to-day aspect of learning what all your options are on how you can homeschool. Because we often hear from parents whose kids are in the system and they want to get them out. They don't believe they can. And we have to explain to them. That's because you have the mindset of Monday through Friday, eight to three. And we have to, as parents, deprogram that mindset. If you consider, and it's not in Connecticut law, but let's just use this as an example, um, an average homeschool curriculum, if you purchase one rather than doing your own thing, is going to be designed for 180 days. And that's half of any given month if you homeschool all year long. You're talking... 14 or 15 days a month and you choose the days and you choose the time. And as homeschoolers know, your kid isn't sitting at the kitchen table for 
six hours a day. That's just not reality. It just takes a few hours, maybe not even when the child is younger. Children learn through their play. Absolutely. It does not have to be super structured um, and boring and textbooky. It can be creative and flowing and interactive as a family with your friends, with your community. And children remember these things. They can be playing games with their siblings and learning at the same time. And they remember it because it's not just a paragraph out of a book. It's a true life interaction. Absolutely. Learn what their options are and that it isn't something that's going to take up their entire day. Parents that are working realize, hey, we can make this happen. Single parents realize we can make this happen. And then they do. Many of them do. There are websites dedicated to this that any parent can research to get a specific type of support. But Mm -hmm. they can do it. They just don't understand yet that they can. Right. And there are lots of entities out there for your children, your homeschool group in Connecticut that you founded that will equip and encourage parents and point them in the directions that they need to be able to successfully navigate their homeschool journey. How can how can um, families reach you, find your organization, Diane, in Connecticut, if they're considering homeschooling? Um, our website, Connecticut Homeschool Network, it's all lowercase, cthomeschoolnetwork.org. And there's like pretty much everything is on there. Um, including the connections to our social media sites, um, membership information, et cetera. And we have an annual conference coming up in Meriden on Saturday, August 26th. Oh, wow. Yeah, you're you're the first to hear about that. We haven't formally announced it yet. We're almost ready to do so. That's fantastic. Um, Yeah, and that's a great outreach to prospective homeschoolers and newer homeschoolers. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I will have all this information listed over on my Free Your Children page when this show airs so that you can find Attorney Stevenson and Inhaled and where you can find uh, the Connecticut um, homeschool group that Diane founded as well. And I want to take the time to thank Safe Storage for sponsoring tonight's show. If you live in the Middle Tennessee area and have storage needs, you can find Safe Storage at safestoragetn.com. And I want to leave you with this. Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Hebrews 13, 7. We love you here at WXRQ, but remember, Jesus loves you so much more. Good night and God bless.